What's up guys, it's your boy Odie Boy coming back at you again on the 7th installment of the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, it's currently about 7 o'clock p.m. here in beautiful Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, Tropical Storm Nestor has reared its ugly head and is finally moving out of the area, so hopefully we have a beautiful week ahead next week. But, anyway guys, I've been thinking about this all day. And I think it's time to tell you guys the story in its entirety of Weesnaw. Now, unfortunately, your boy C-Labe hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5. And your boy Chazman420 aren't here to tell the Odie Boy listeners about Weesnaw. But I think your boy Odie Boy... We'll do a decent job at telling you all about Weesnaw. But before we talk about Weesnaw, we need to talk about the NFL. Now, let's get into that before the Weesnaw. I know the suspense is killing you guys, but we we got to talk about the NFL. So right now, let's see. Um, the Chargers are losing to the Titans. It was twenty-three to thirteen. Like. Come on, Chargers. The Titans have Ryan Tannehill as their starting quarterback this week. And they've got about seven minutes left in the fourth. The Saints are beating the Bears 19-10 with 8-28 in the third. And who knows where it'll go at this point. But honestly, I think this is a good look for the Bears. I mean, they're losing by nine, which is a weird score to be losing by. But the Saints are pretty good, even with Teddy Bridgewater. The Ravens are beating the Seahawks 20-13 with 120 left in the third. Two pretty evenly matched teams in my opinion. Now, uh, let's get into the games that have already ended. The Rams are playing the Falcons. Or the Rams played the Falcons and they slapped the Falcons 37-10. So it looks like the Rams righted their ship after that three-game skid. And the Falcons, you guys suck. Moving on, Bills-Dolphins, 31-21 for the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, this is a loss for the Bills because they let 21 points get put on them by the freaking shit fins. Moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars, Cincinnati Bengals, nothing to see here. Jacksonville 27, the Bengals 17. Bengals are still keeping it competitive with the shit fins for the hashtag Tank for Tua competition. And they're a shitty team that no one's really talked about. Like, they suck and no one's talking about them. That's pretty bad. Like, you're so bad no one's going to talk about you. Now, let's see. Next, Vikings-Lions. Vikings won 42-30. to That, I mean, that's a pretty high-scoring game, but I expected the Vikings to win that. Packers and the Raiders, uh, 42-24 to Packers. It was 42-17 to going late into the fourth when the Packers gave up. And Aaron Rodgers threw for like four touchdowns this game. So it looks like the Packers are back on track. And the Indianapolis Colts went out and showed out and beat the Houston Texans to take the first place spot in the AFC South. So that was pretty cool. Uh, the Colts seem like they found their guy with Jacoby. And the Texans, fuck you. Now, okay. Everyone was riding high 
on the Daniel Jones dick wagon for a couple weeks. And you got beat by the Cardinals. 27-21 to the Cardinals who have a midget as their quarterback. And you were playing at home like damn. And then another damn the 49ers beat the Redskins which was ex- which will which was expected and they only beat them 9 to 0. I mean, I understand it was raining, but like come on guys. And then uh tonight at 8:20 uh the Eagles play the Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys are still going to fuck themselves and lose. And then Monday, the Patriots play the Jets, which there's nothing worth tuning in for that game for. That's a pretty shitty Monday night matchup. And the Patriots' defense is probably going to put up, like, 40 fantasy points again, like they always do. So, anyways, that's your Odie Boy football update from the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, let's get into... We snaw. I know you guys have been on the edge of your seats waiting for the past five minutes to hear about We snaw. So grab some popcorn, buckle up. It's about to get weird here on the Odie Boy Random Show. So, uh, you guys probably know by now that me, Odie Boy, your boy Chazman420, and your boy C Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C Labe at Sideways5. Lived with this cuck named Weesnall in the university apartments, RIP University Apartments. And we... So when we moved in, Chazman420's next door neighbor from home was supposed to move into our apartment with us. Which would have made, honestly, a perfect apartment. But then he cucked out and went to some other school at the last minute. And we had an open room, which... Honestly, it was pretty cool because we had an extra room that was empty. We could do whatever the fuck we wanted, but nope, the school put fucking Weesnaw in there. And Weesnaw, I know, like, like we had lived there for, like, two weeks. So me, Chazman420, and C-Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5, had two weeks to really bond with each other before Weesnaw moved in. But we embraced Weesnaw with open arms when he moved into our apartment. But it seemed like Weesnaw did not return that same love to your boys, OG apartment dwellers. But we were like, whatever fam, Weesnaw will eventually warm up to us, which it took some time, but he eventually did. But Weesnaw did like weird shit, like... He he wanted us to get a maid for our apartment, which was stupid. He, like, wouldn't clean anything. And, like, we would go to, like, the same places with Weesnaw. But he wouldn't go with us. So, like, we would be walking to WAG or something. And he'd just be, like, awkwardly walking, like, ten paces in front of us. Sit, like, two tables away from us. And then awkwardly walk ten paces behind us. Because he didn't want us to be seen with him in public. So it was kind of weird. Like, honestly, I think Weesnaw thought that he he had, like, standards, air quotes, for his friends. And we didn't meet those standards. And he couldn't be friends with us, even though there was no reason for him to be friends with us. So that you know that was always kind of weird and we were like whatever we snaw and we snaw ended up warming up to us 
but he still was weird like we would like set something on a table like a little decoration and he'd like move it somewhere else because he didn't like it because he's fucking weird and he didn't clean he didn't do anything and he had this weird thing about like locking his door to his room like we were gonna go in there and like mess with his stuff but whatever we snot like we would like honestly like if you would have left your door unlocked and open kind of like the rest of us we would have like not thought anything about his room it was just the fact that he locked his door and was like adamant and like checked the door handle like three times before he left made us wonder like what is in his dude's room that he is so protective over but it, i don't i don't know probably of his gay porn but Anyways, throughout the fall semester, Weesnaw kind of warmed up to us, but he was a little bit weird and just did weird shit all the time. You know, like I said on yesterday's episode, he would bring dudes over and, like, go in his room for, like, two hours and, like, turn the TV up really loud and stuff, which was kind of strange. And then, like, oh, let's see... Oh, he had a thing with Celeb because Celeb was a connoisseur of the weed, and he would always like come up to me and Chasman and be like, "We need to get him kicked out because he's smoking weed." Now, later on in this episode, you'll see how much of a hypocrite Weesnaw is about the weed. But me and Chasman four twenty were just like, "Whatever, Weesnaw, you're fucking weird." Like. Yeah, so what? C-Lab likes the weed, but he's not smoking it at the apartment. He, like, is smoking that shit off campus somewhere. Probably at Benchington, honestly. Hashtag R.I.P. Benchington. But, so Weesnaw, he was just he was just a pain in the ass, honestly. And he would do weird shit all the time. And, like, at one point he awkwardly asked me to help him shave his neck. So that was kind of weird. And... Uh, we used to like fuck with Weesnaw because it would like make him mad. Like, like I used to sit in the bathroom and like make noises, and I would be like, ah! and Weesnaw would be like, shut up. And then I would like wait about ten seconds and would be like, and it would make him so mad. And he also had an Xbox. Like, if you have an Xbox, something's fucking wrong with you. Now, I'm sorry if you have an Xbox, but yeah, you're fucking weird. But anyways, so Weesnaw was just straight up, 100%, pain in the ass, and he used to, like, get drunk and want us to drive him around in the car, which was weird. Straight up just weirdo. So that first semester, though, he was okay, and then once we got into second semester, he, uh... We were like, we vibed with Weesnaw, honestly. And one of Weesnaw's friends, his old friends, like, kind of was like, I think he had standards for his friends and realized that he had become friends with you guys and you guys didn't meet his standards and he had to create a a way to not like you guys. But anyways, your boy... Chasman420 and your boy C-Lab. Hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Lab at Sideways5. And I, we really didn't care. We're like, whatever, we snow. We're not going to start problems because we got to live with you and whatever. So anyways, so right when first semester ended and we all came back from uh, winter break for second semester, we snow had like run over something in his car 
and had gotten a flat tire and had to change it on the side of the road. Actually, I think he got a lady to change his tire, which shows you how much of a pussy this guy is. But he got a flat and changed his tire. And the next morning, I was leaving my apartment with Chazman to go to WAG. And we saw that, like, another one of his tires were flat. So we called Weesnaw and was like, yo, dude, your other tire's flat. Uh, we'll help you. Like, we were going to help him take the, the the original flat tire since he already had the spare on, take that to, like, the shop and have that tire fixed. And then we were going to put the the first tire on the second flat so that he could have four tires that were holding air so he could go drive his car to a shop to get the other tire fixed so that he didn't have to get it towed. Well, we snaw for some reason, automatically assumed that it was me that made his tire flat and we had been home for less than 12 hours and there was no reason for him to like think that it was me i was one that called him and told him it was flat so your boy Weesnaw called the cops on your boy odie boy for trying to help him out and that's a pretty like cuck move right there like that's something cucks would do so you know i was like whatever Weesnaw, you kind of like you were out of line there, but I'm not going to like try to hold that against you forever. And right before we left for winter break, he had a butt buddy named Tim. And we went and like foot, like fucked with Tim's car and like put stickers and shit on it. And put like mealworms on it. Because apparently Tim had been an asshole to Weesnaw. And since we fucked with Weesnaw at that time, we weren't going to let somebody fuck with our boy. But then we learned later from Tim... That it was Weesnaw who was being a chode, so we looked kind of like retards for fucking with some dude's car that, that you know, wasn't doing anything wrong. So Weesnaw really, like, made us look bad as a unit at this point, calling the police on us and stuff. Anyways, your boy Odie Boy, he didn't get in any trouble with the police because the police were like, hey, stupid. Well, for one, there's no cameras out here. Two, you already have another flat tire. And three, the flat tire that went flat overnight was on the same side as the first flat tire, and it was in the back. So, like, his, like, driver's side front tire was uh, had the spare on there because it had gone flat. And then overnight, his driver's side rear tire had gone flat in the parking lot. So it was obvious whatever he hit with his front tire, he also hit with his back tire, and it just didn't go flat as fast. So the police were like, no, Cab Weiss, no, you straight-up retard. And they didn't do anything to your boy, Odie boy. But this really put, like, the whole, like, anti-Wiesnaw movement into motion. Because, like, two days later, we found his, like, butt condoms in the trash. That was weird. Like, Wiesnaw, do not put your condoms in, like, a public trash can. Like, keep that shit to yourself. We don't want to, we don't want to see those. Whether or not you're sticking them in a boy or a girl, like, uh, like, I would have had the same reaction if Chazman420 or C-Late put a bump on SoundCloud at C-Late but Sideways5 had put his lady condoms in the trash can. It doesn't matter who you're banging. I don't want to be hauling your damn dildo covers out into the communal parking lot trash can because we snob wouldn't ever take out the trash. So... That happened, and we didn't say anything to Weesnaw about it, but it was kind of weird. And then Weesnaw went over to his boy Hunter's house and, like, took the pizza pan that Chazman420 had 
bought for our apartment. And Chasman420 was like a couple days later was like, hey, I'm going to make a pizza. Where's the pizza pan? And We Snow was like, oh, I gave it away and gave it to Hunter. And we were like, well, We Snow, go get it back. That's not your pizza pan to give away. And he was just like, whatever. Like, I don't care. And this is after this boy embarrassed the unit, called the cops on us the first time. And is now giving away shit that's not his. Like, fuck you. So anyway, your boy Odie Boy and your boy Chazman420 went over to Hunter's and got his pizza pan back. Or our pizza pan back from him. And your boy Hunter was cool about it because he said we snoffed was like, it belongs to Chase, but I don't really care because I don't like Chase. And there was no reason to not like Chase. So again, fuck you, we snaw. So then like... This was, like, another, like, week after the whole pizza pan incident. We, we snaw would never contribute, like, toiletries, like, toilet paper and paper towels and paper plates to the apartment, like, the whole year. And we sent in the group chat, like, hey, we need to get some paper stuff. Like, we, you know, Chasman got some paper towels, and, like, I got something else. And we're like, hey, Weesnaw, do you think you can contribute to the toilet paper fund since we all use it? And Weesnaw put a roll of toilet paper in the bathroom. Like, what a fucking cuck. So, we were, we were like, me and Chasman and Seelay, put up on SoundCloud at Seelay Best Sideways 5, we're like, yo, no cap, this dude is fucking screwing us over. So we're like, we snow, you need to go buy more than two rolls of toilet paper because we've contributed like 50. And he's like, well, you guys poop more than me, so I shouldn't contribute as much. And we're like, we saw that makes no fucking sense. Like, that's retarded. But anyways, we snow started just blowing us up on... Uh, text message and was like you guys don't like me and fuck you and you're being passive aggressive and like all this stuff and I was like no we're not we snob we're just telling you that we'd like you to buy some toilet paper because you don't buy anything for the apartment and you don't clean and we snob's mom so we snob wouldn't clean and he said since we're not going to get a maid I'm just not going to clean and me and Chasman and C-Lay put him up on SoundCloud at C-Lay but Sideways 5 used to clean the apartment like every Thursday well I had a vacuum cleaner and I used to leave it out in the apartment for anybody to anybody to use. And me and Seelave and and we or and Chasman were like, let's just stop cleaning, and see what Weesna does since he makes messes and doesn't clean them up. Well, the the apartment started to get like high key grody, so Weesna called his mom, who drove like three hours, to the apartment. And clean the apartment. And then I, like, like all the cleaning supplies, like, me and Chasman had bought when we first moved in. And his mom was like, I don't care who's cleaning the supplies these are. Since we didn't buy them, I'm just going to use them all up. And I was like, for one, who gets their mom to come clean their college dorm room? And then she broke my vacuum cleaner and didn't say anything. Like, what a fucking cuck. So... All this shit happened, like, now, honestly, like, me, 
Chazman and C-Lab. Hit up up on SoundCloud at C-Lab at Sideways 5. We, like, started not to like We Snot at this point. And when the whole thing with the toilet paper came around, he, like, yelled at us. Like, we were kind of done. And C-Lab came... He used to always come home really late at night. And your boy, Odie Boy, was in his room doing homework it was like midnight and C-Labe came home and and uh Weesnaw was sitting on the couch like I didn't even know Weesnaw was there and he walked in the door and Weesnaw started laughing at him and C-Labe was like what what's up dude like what the fuck and they got in like a little argument in the living room, but it wasn't nothing serious, like, Odie Boy was in his room, which, my room's, like, the closest to the living room, and it, to me, just sounded like a normal conversation, it wasn't like they were screaming and yelling and everything else, so I didn't even know what had happened, now, I hate to do it to you guys, because we're really getting into this story, but I think it's time for another C-Lape track here on the Odie Boy Random Show, so I'm gonna throw one in here real fast and take a break, because your boy Odie Boy is parched, and his jaw kind of hurts for talking for this long, so I'm gonna throw in a C-Lape track and then come back at you guys again. Second, just to let me stack my papers. Smoking weed, I love the high, I love the flavor. You listening to our songs, but acting like a hater. Why you only fuck with me when I roll one? I'ma smoke some, I'ma, I'ma smoke some. Why you only fuck with me when I roll up? Roll like the bull up, roll like the bull up. Why you only fuck with me when I roll one? I'ma smoke some, I'ma, I'ma smoke some. Why you only fuck with me when I roll up? Bitch, why you give a fuck about what I'm doing? I don't give a fuck who you hoes screwing. My whole team winning while the others losing. I'ma beat the case and I'ma keep the thing moving. My life a movie, I'm sipping on a brewski. What a dooski, your girl giving up the coochie. She come through and screw me, you boy boys wish you knew me. My shoes got that two three, I'm serving all that new tree. Hey, bitch, it's young C Lab in this thing. I'm bringing out the bottles and I'm pouring out the drink. Hey, fuck what the lames got to say. 704, that remains my domain. Hey, why you only fuck with me when I roll one? 
I'ma smoke some, I'ma, I'ma smoke some Why you only fuck with me when I roll up? Or oh, like the ball up, or oh, like the ball up Why you only fuck with me when I roll one? I'ma smoke some, I'ma, I'ma smoke some Why you only fuck with me when I roll up? Or oh, like the ball up, or oh, like the ball up See like, so it's five It's your boy, Odie Boy, coming back at you again. I hope you enjoyed that C-Lape track, Fuck With Me. Now, if you guys took the time to listen to that C-Lape track, it's going to make a lot of sense and kind of foreshadows a lot of the things that we're about to talk about here on the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, we were talking about Weesnaw and his battle against me, C-Lape. Hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Lape at Sideways 5. And Chazman420. So, after Weesnaw got into the argument with C-Labe, your boy Odie Boy went to bed. And it was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's like pouring down rain. And there's banging like on the door to the apartment. Like loud. And then they started banging on the window now like the day before c at about the same time had locked himself out and was banging on my window and door so i just assumed c had locked himself out again so i went to go open the door and i was kind of like laughing and i opened the door and it's two police officers and i'm like well damn and they're like can we need to talk to caleb he lives here. And the first thing I thought, so your boy C-Labe, uh, it's just him and his mom at home. So I thought maybe something had happened to his mom. And I don't, man, he doesn't really have any other family close by. So I thought maybe something happened to his mom. And they had relayed that to the UNCW police. And the UNCW police were coming to tell C-Labe. So I was kind of scared for C-Labe. And so I went to C-Labe's room, and I was like, yo, C-Labe, the police are here. And they, he kind of, like, was like, oh, fuck, and kind of, like, knew what was happening, but, like, really didn't. And it turns out fucking Weesnaw noticed that C-Labe carries, like, a pocket, like, C-Labe always carried a pocket knife, and you were allowed to carry a pocket knife on campus as long as the blade was smaller than, like, a certain size, but C-Labe always had a pocket knife, and C-Labe never used it inappropriately, I honestly thought, forgot that he even had it, and so the police were like, we need to see C-Labe, and talking this bullshit about how he had the knife out and stuff, so... Basically, Weesnaw, after the argument with C-Labe, made a false police report and said that C-Labe threatened him with a knife. So, the police obviously took that seriously, so, like, I don't fault the UNCW police for, like, you know, seriously knocking on the door and being like, yo, what the fuck? But, like, Weesnaw's a little, you're a little fucking bitch, dude. 
And the police had, like, it was pouring down rain. The police had to walk over there. They're all wet. And so it was, yeah, at this point, it's like one thirty in the morning. We're all awake. There's shit going down outside. And the police noticed we had these, like, clear cups. And they said, those belong to WAG, so you better take those back because you stole them. And, like, all this, saying all this bullshit and trying to take our cups and just like overall like 10 out of 10 not having a good time and in the time between the cops leaving because the cops were like okay so obviously nothing happened between we like with we and and c-labe they left and your boy Odie boy chugged all those beers that c-labe stole from the wag out workers and then uh we shows back up with this dude that works for housing and the dude for housing like came in and was like talking to us and stuff and like now it's like one third it's two thirty in the morning at this point and we snog got a bunch of his stuff and left so we were like all right i guess we snog's moving out so like Less than 12 hours later, it's the next day, and your boy Odie Boy is chilling at the apartment with Chaz Man and C-Lape, trying to make sense of all, you know, what all happened, and some random person from housing shows up, and is like, hey, C-Lape, you have to leave, and C-Lape's like, what the fuck, like, the police came, and they determined nothing happened, and they're like, well, since you were an aggressor of the situation, um, you have to go move to a different housing area until it goes to the student court on campus. And we were all like, what? Now, I understand this girl's just doing her job. Like, she has no clue what happened, but that's Bobo as fuck. So, so we, like, helped Caleb move the stuff out of his apartment, and he had to go live at the dorm, like, right next to the apartment called Grand Hewlett, and they had these big, like, study and conference rooms that they didn't use anymore that were full of beds and stuff. So c honestly had, like, a pretty lit setup because he had, like, a huge room to himself. And, like, we used to skateboard in there and stuff while c was was banished. And it was funny because they said, you have to be out by this time because Wiesna is in there and he has he's moving back. So... It was honestly, like, I felt like it was in the Twilight Zone because Seelay moved out and then Weesnaw came back. And the issue that Weesnaw had wasn't with Seelay, but it was with all of us. So, me and your boy Chasman420, it was, like, tense for, like, a couple weeks. Because Weesnaw was, like, living in the apartment and all this stuff and, like, being weird. And I knew he was trying to find any reason to call the police on us. So, I had to be, like, on my P's and Q's. Just didn't make any eye contact with him. But he would do weird shit, like, follow me around. So, Weesnaw, like, followed me around, like, the day he moved back. Because this was, like, on a Thursday. So, this was, like, a Friday. And I went to Walmart. And Weesnaw followed me to Walmart. And was, like, tailgating me and shit. And, like, followed me around the store. So, the the university people said, if any weird shit happens, call us. So, I called them. And they were just acting like I was, like, making up some bullshit. And I was like, no, he's following me around. Like, something's wrong with this dude. So, the next Monday, because uh, I was pissed, uh, that me and your boy Chaz, man, went to the dean of students. 
and told the dean of students, we're like, this is what happened. This isn't right. He's calling the police on people because he doesn't like them and had a little, like, it was a tiny disagreement that they w- we would have gotten over in like a day. And they escalated it into getting the police involved. And then we're having a court hearing that's going to determine whether or not Celia was allowed to stay at school. Like, this is some pretty serious shit. So I went up there pissed off as hell and told the dean of students I, I said this is an issue between all of us and we not just between c-labe and we so if anything happens to c-labe you you better give the same punishment to me and chaz man knowing that they're not gonna kick three people out of school for like this random bullshit but i was you know i was ready to go to war for my boy c-labe like so Dina's students, like, she obviously heard, like, you know, our side of the story. It was very compelling. We were very pissed off. And some more investigation ensued. And we, C-Labe got a email from the school after, like, 10 days, maybe two weeks, saying, uh, we've done an investigation of your claim or whatever, and it's been dismissed, and you can move back in immediately. And during this whole time, C-Labe wasn't allowed to come retrieve his stuff from the apartment. Like, he had like an hour to get his stuff out, and then he wasn't allowed to come back. So anytime he needed stuff, I would have to go get it and bring it to him. And he wasn't allowed to walk past the apartment when he went to class. So he had to take alternate routes to class because he was the aggressor of something that never even happened. So that was really bobo as fuck. And so anyway, C-Labe moved back into the apartment. It was super tense. Like, Wiesnaw was being a whore. And we had to do, like, a roommate meeting with the RAs, which is kind of bullshit. But we just hashed it out during this whole meeting. And Wiesnaw had to apologize to us for making a false police report. And before we met with the, the RAs and stuff... Like, me and your boy Chazman went and met with the RAs and told them stuff, you know, like, honestly, I think Wiesnaw was having some sort of, like, mental problem going on, that, and he was, like, making shit up in his head, and, and, you know, was just being Bobo. So, after your boy Sealay moved back in, it was tense for a while with Wiesnaw, and we later learned... That we snow because he stopped talking to us completely, was going to be a Seahawk link at UNCW, which a Seahawk link is somebody that um, when new freshmen come in, you kind of are like a a link to the freshmen, to like a group of 30 of them, to like campus events and stuff. So you kind of help them integrate into college. And I think he really wanted to have one of those like my roommate from hell stories to tell his Seahawk links. And he just made one up, like a whole situation up that could have got people kicked out of school. So that was pretty bobo. And that also shows you how crazy we snaw is. And after, you know, after that was over, we kind of cohabitated with We Snow till the end of the school year until he flooded the fucking apartment. And then we were like, fuck you, We Snow, we're leaving. But this story only gets better. So that was the experience we had with We Snow. And like every time like I see him on campus, he like acts weird. But I'm like, I wave at him really loud and like scream at and like acting like I'm super excited because I know it embarrasses him but if I see him while I'm driving or something he'll like flip me off and like swerve at me and honk his horn because he's that fucking nuts and 
so after he became a Seahawk Link, that didn't last very long. And he got a job working at housing or something like that. And then he wanted to become an RA. Well, the housing people were like, you know, you can't have two jobs on campus when conflicts arise. Like, that's why you can only have one job. Well, Weesnaw got a job at housing and then got a job being an RA. And the RA people were having the move-in, which is like the biggest day of the year, on the same day they were having uh, training for housing, and he ended up getting fired from housing because he just wasn't going to show up to his job. So that was like, and people at the school like know who Weesnaw is, and like they're they're just like fucking annoyed by him. Like I have multiple contacts within the school that like know who Weesnaw is, and like nobody likes him because basically Weesnaw gets involved with something and tries to take it over, and then ends up ruining it. So there was like a group of students on campus after the hurricane who created like a fundraiser, and Weesnaw got involved with it and fucked it up because he fucked up all the paperwork for GoFundMe. So there's thousands of dollars sitting in a bank account right now at GoFundMe that we can't access to give to students that needed help from the hurricane. Because Weesnaw fucked up all the paperwork because he got himself involved in something that he shouldn't have. So that's the type of person Weesnaw is. So oh, where was I at? So he got a job at housing. He tried to be an RA and like got fired from that. And then he became an RA and like I had another dude that was a friend of mine or he is a friend of mine that is an RA and was just like 10 out of 10 Wes sucked as RA would like never do his job like would never do like the RA duties and like two weeks before school ended so this is kind of hypocritical but oh back I guess backtrack a little bit I forgot about this so when me and your boy Chazman uh were living in the apartments we would walk into the apartment after class because we had the same class and it would reek like weed and the guys below us and the girls next to us used to smoke weed and you could kind of smell it. But this was like some strong ass burnt weed that had definitely been smoked in our apartment. And we were like, Caleb, are you smoking weed in here? And he's like, no, I'm not that stupid. So in it, it had to be we snaw. And one day C-Lab walked, or no, not C-Lab, Chazman walked into the apartment and we snaw comes bolting out of the shower and like runs into his room because he was smoking weed in the shower. That's how hypocritical this man was, like, coming up to us being like, Caleb said he smoked weed one time, and I, 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 that is just unacceptable to this dude smoking pot inside. So anyways, fast forward to, like, two and a half years um, after the whole Weesnaw thing, he was an RA, and he decided to go smoke weed in his car on campus, and got caught by the campus police. And he was dumb enough to invite the campus police into his room to try to be like, I don't have any more weed. And they found more weed in his room. And when the campus police went in there and realized he was an RA, they automatically notified the school and was like, hey, we caught one of your retards smoking pot in his car. And then he invited us into his room and we found more weed. Like, how stupid is that? And so Weesnaw got fired from being an RA after, he, so he, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So then he, Weesnaw told the police 
uh, I'll set up a meeting with my dealer and you can bust my dealer to try to get lesser charges. Now, we not like offered this to the police. Like you can bust my dealer like that's Bobo as fuck. Like he's willing to throw anybody under the bus. Like he already filed a false re- police report on C. Labe and was being a hypocrite smoking pot in our apartment. But and then he got a job with the school and you would have like thought the school like would have blacklisted all of us. To not work there since we had issues that involved, like, intervention by the school. And I was honestly embarrassed during that whole thing because I was like, we're these guys that can't get along with each other. And now, like, the school is having to play mediator and have us talk it out. Like, like I was really embarrassed, but fucking we snaw made up shit. And also... The dude that was, like, the head of housing at this time that, like, dealt with our whole problem was gay. And, like, I have nothing against gay people. But Wiesnaw was also gay. So I think, like, there could have been a conflict of interest there, like, in the eyes of the housing guy. Because he saw, like, you know, one gay kid living with three, like, macho-as-fuck dudes and thought... Like, maybe they really are picking on him for, like, being gay. But, like, we wouldn't do anything like that. And we weren't. Because at the time, we saw, like, he wasn't openly gay. Like, I mean, he did, like, gay stuff, like, bringing dudes to his room. But, like, he there wasn't anything else. Like, he would also make comments, like, oh, look at that girl. She got a fat ass. Like, so we were, like, maybe he's just in, like, doing homework or something. So, like, we saw wasn't out. But I have a feeling that they kind of had, like, a mutual understanding that they were both gay, so I think that dude, like, definitely, like, was on Wiesnaw's side during this whole ordeal, but, so Wiesnaw got fired from being an RA, and there was, like, two weeks left in the school year, (laughs) and he had, like, 48 hours to move out of his apartment on campus, and so he moved all of his shit out, (laughs) but he had nowhere to go, and he left his window unlocked, and would crawl into his room at night and sleep in his bed and then, like, leave the next morning before anybody else in his apartment woke up. Like, that's fucking weird. That's like a B&E, like, trespassing. But, I and then he got a job working at a place downtown and told, was going around telling people that he bought a old home and is running a small business but he just works at a bar. Like, that's some, like, that's the type of shit where I was like, obviously something's wrong with Wiesnaw. If he's telling people he owns a, a old house and runs a small business downtown, he just works at a bar. Like, that's weird. So, and that's, you know, after knowing Wiesnaw, that's like something Wiesnaw would 110% say. But, so, you know, that's like the story of Wiesnaw, guys. Like, like, I'm going to get Chasman420 and C-Labe on here because there's probably other We Snaw stories that I forgot about. But that's, like, the whole gist of We Snaw calling the police on us, being bobo as fuck, not liking us. And then his life ended up spiraling out of control afterwards. And he got in so much trouble with the school and fired from multiple on-campus jobs and was, like, blacklisted from ever working for UNCW ever again. And nobody that works there likes him. And, um, so, this summer, I guess this isn't the end of the episode because, so this summer, we snaw the whole time that he worked for the school, he went around and just totally trashed your boy Chazman420, your boy Odie Boy, and your boy C-Labe. 
and multiple people would that I knew that worked for the school. Damn it, the air conditioner's on. Uh, other people that worked for the school would be like, oh, so you're the one who lived with Wes. I've heard a lot of bad shit about you. And they would tell me what Wes said. And Wes was like, like making up shit about us. So over the summer, uh, your boy Chazman420 worked for the school. And uh, um, people would complain about Wes, and they'd be like, fuck this guy Wes that used to work for the school, like, I'm glad he got fired and stuff. And Chazman would be like, oh, well, I used to live with him. And somehow the word got back to Wiesna that Chazman420 worked for the school, and he sat Chazman. And the thing is, is people would, like, come up to Chase, and when they figured out Chase had worked for the school, then Chase would have to go explain to them the whole Wiesna story and tell them, you know, like, the shit that Wiesna's been making up about us the last three years, like, that isn't true. And and I would have to do the same thing, and so would Seelay, because Wiesna went around and just bashed us for years. And when I, and I wasn't ever going to go out there and, like, put it out there that Wiesna sucked, but if someone came up to me and was like, I heard this about you from Wiesna, I would have to defend myself. And Wiesna took that as us bashing him when it wasn't. And I was like, the only reason why this person even knows about this is because you went around and lied to everyone. So Wiesnaw went and texted Chazman one day and was like, hey, you're going around the school saying mean things about me. This was like three years ago and like all this stuff. And <laughs> your boy Odie Boy was there when it happened. So he went on the old prank dial and was just prank calling Wiesnaw like crazy. And I made like a burner phone number and was just DMing him and texting him pictures of toilet paper like all night long. So that was the last interaction we had with Wiesnaw. I hope I never see him ever again because he fucking sucks. So anyways, fuck you Wiesnaw. Odie Boy out.